All right. We're finally on. Um, hi, everyone. Welcome to your favorite Saturday night show. Um, uh, Dumb bitch hours are from 6 to 8. That's it. <laughs> that's that's it. all it needs. That's it. So, yeah, if you uh, tuned in last week, which you all should have, um, you know, we're going to be... Because if you didn't, you're missing out. Yeah. Um, so and also poor life choices. You'll so. recall that last week we uh, talked about our new show name. You know, Rest in Peace Salad Days 2018 to 2018. And... We ran a poll on our Facebook, not our Facebook, we don't have a Facebook, on our Good Twitter, try, on was, our Twitter. That was adorable. Good try. Thank you. I love myself. Um, we ran a poll on our Twitter of a bunch of options, and we said, pick our new show name. And um, do you want to tell them what won? It was Pocket Tees. Yeah, but um, here's the thing, is that uh, it's our show and not yours. <laughs> so... You know, while Pocket Tees was real cool, and I'm glad you all liked it, I think we're going to call the show, Are You Going to Talk the Entire Time? Dun dun. That's Julia running over her brother with the school bus. <laughs> yeah. That was Julia throwing her brother under the bus. You know, sorry, um, Pat, it was a cool In one choice. fell swoop. Uh, <laughs> it was very good. I do have to say that it was a very clever name. Um, I was really very was. impressed with how quickly you came up with that, too. Like, that was very quick. That was like a... Because, I mean, when you, factor, when you factor in... Like the delay of you looking at your phone <laughs> and the amount of time that it takes for that text to go through, like for him to actually type it, it out. It took him like and 15 seconds. <laughs> exactly. Like it was quick. Yeah. Like I wouldn't have come up with that sitting. I was sitting here and I didn't come up with it that fast. Yeah. And like he got that from from Ohio, Southern Ohio to Kent, Ohio in one fell swoop real quick. Very proud of you, Patrick. Um, but uh, sorry, you know, uh, you're not the show creator. So sorry about that. So, yeah, welcome to uh, Are You Going to Talk the Entire Time on BSR, where dumb bitch hours are from 6 to 8 p.m. on Saturdays. Um, I am your host, one of them, Julia. Uh, we have Caden here also. I actually made it back today. He, he made it back. He, like, ran, he he calls me at, like, I, I didn't run. I, listen, I fell asleep in the car, and the only reason that I was not here earlier was because somebody else was driving and missed the exit for Kent. Idiot. This is what happens when I fall asleep in the car and leave the driving to somebody else. Okay, but you had something very exciting going on today. Do you want to tell us about it? Yes. Um, so today, I uh, one of my well, one of my best friends um, and my boss, who's another one of my best friends, um, actually, the three of us took a road trip out to Pennsylvania. So we headed out to Tionesta, um, and we went to meet up uh, with this woman by the name of MJ, um, who runs a kennel, uh, Bryridge Kennels. Um, and they breed golden retrievers and we met, uh, five little boys, um, golden retriever boys. They're, uh, they actually turned seven weeks on Thursday. They look like sausages. Uh, they look like sausages. Um, you know, those, they look like fat Italian sausages. Like they think, you know, those little, so I'm going to try and describe this the best that I can. Okay. They're little stuffed animal pieces and they're about three inches long. And they're maybe an inch and a half, two inches in diameter all the way around. They're little, like, cylindrical tube-looking things. They're, like, felt or, like, a, a cotton on the outside. I have no idea Little stuffed animals. About. I'm going to see if I can find a picture and we'll tweet it. Um, but that's what they looked like. They were, like, these little tiny stuffed... And, like, they'll do them with, like, the Disney characters and stuff. Aww. Um, and that's what they look like. Like if you put them up high enough, their heads just sink back into their bodies and they look like tiny little loaves of breads with face. Um, and that's what I got to do all day is I got to hang out with them. Um, and so this, this friend, um, who came with me, not my boss, the other one, my boss just came to pet good boys. Um, my friend came and did what's, uh, what's referred to as a temperament test. Um, 
And so what she did uh, was we basically put all of the boys together, um, so all five of these dogs that we were temperament testing, um, put them all together. Uh, they hung out with her, and, and she got to know them a little bit and understand their personalities as a group. Um, and then we separated them and did them one at a time. Um, and so she ran through a series of tests um, that included a retrieval test, so tossing a ball and seeing who brought it back, um, a sound sensitivity test, so she dropped the clipboard on the ground and, and to see who um, was scared or, or who reacted to it at all. Um, we did a, a sort of like a, a sudden movement sort of fear testing um, and opened an umbrella, not necessarily in their face, but in the same pen with them um, to see if anybody flinched or, or what their deal was. Um, and all five of the boys did great. Um, they did really, really well. Um, I went in actually with my heart set uh, on the baby blue or the the baby boy in uh, in the light Greek howler. I was absolutely in love with his picture. Um, the the breeder sent me a bunch of pictures earlier this week. I was absolutely in love with his face. He's got these cute little curly ears. Um, felt absolutely in love with him and was obsessed. And then she brought them all out and they all looked exactly the same. <laughs> I was like, all right, cool. So what you're telling me is well, I'm getting baby green no matter what happens. Um, but we, he he was actually the first one that we temperament tested. Um, and he's just so much energy. So much. He's your dog. Um, that's a very dominant personality. He's mm-hmm. not super. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a great dog. He's going to be awesome in like an agility or, or um, a we, dog We should mention, by the way. Caden was temperament testing these dogs. Because, we'll get there. Because we'll get you're there. training one for a specific okay. purpose. Yes. It's not like, hey, you got to test these these little pups. Yeah, so there's a, a very specific reason behind this puppy. So we were looking for a very specific type of personality, which is why we were doing this temperament test. Um, and so we were running through all, all these dogs and, and trying to figure out which one was the best fit. Little baby green um, that I was absolutely in love with had just this super dominant personality. And he, just, he wanted to be in charge. He was very much like Blanket um, in that he had to be in charge. And even when he was wrong, he was still right. Because he had to be large, charge, and important. Um, and then we did Little Baby Red, uh, and he was very similar, um, but he was a little bit more um, more adept to being handled, um, a little bit more attached, um, and less of the dominance, but definitely still a lot of energy, um, a lot of moving. Um, and then we got to Babies Blue and Yellow, which were actually the two at the bottom of my list based off of their pictures. Because blue or, uh, Green and Red look a lot alike, uh, but you get to Blue and Yellow... And I had been holding them for a while, and they were just, like, calm, cool, collected. They hung out in our arms, and they were just, like, relaxed. Um, we put little baby Blue in, and he absolutely killed it. And this friend who was doing the temperament test was like, I already know which one I think is is going to make it based off of who we've temperament tested so far. And nobody expected little baby Yellow to make it. No one expected him to be, like, our last go. Not because, like we thought he was going to be, like, bad or whatever, but just because, like, he wasn't very remarkable um, and, like, a, a standout kind of guy um, in terms of, like, when we were looking at those pictures and all that kind of stuff and we were more banking on, like, blue or red or green were, like, the other people's um, picks in terms of what we thought was going to go down um, or what we wanted to go down. And she pulled baby blue out and she was like, he's my top pick right now. And we put yellow in and somehow somewhat yellow overtook blue and did incredible. Um, and so I was telling you this on the phone, Julia, we put them through a retrieval test. And so when we got to, um, baby yellow, he, so we started with like just a, a crinkled up ball of, of paper, um, and tossed it to see who showed an interest in it and or brought it back. Um, and baby blue brought it back and both, both blue and yellow brought it back. Um, red, red, I think showed an interest in it and green just didn't care. Um, and so yellow was so fascinated with it that we actually pulled out one of my pill bottles from my med pack, 
um, and tossed it down. And you can see little baby, and I can picture it clear as day right now. Little baby yellow runs over to this pill bottle, tries to pick it up by the cap, and realizes that he doesn't have a good enough grip. And you can watch the gears turn in his head while he figures out, no, I need to turn my head this way and grab the bottle piece with my mouth. His mind is powerful. It's he. You can see him think through this process and try and Amazing. figure it out. And it was the coolest thing to see because they're seven Smart weeks old. Boy. He's an infant. And you can see him try and figure this out. Um, and, and try and figure out this process and how he's going to pull it off, and he brings it right back to this friend who's doing the temperament test. Wow. Like, without, just brings it right back and says, okay, here you go, now I take your finger, um, because they're infants and like to chew on your finger. So we're temperament testing these dogs because on Thursday, I pick up little baby Yellow, who has now been named Hudson Rayner, um, and he comes home with me to begin his training as a service dog. Um, so we're we're bringing Hudson Rayner home um, to do a lot of work. Um, ideally, he'll make it to be a service dog for me. Um, he's a very, very sweet boy, super affectionate, um, very loving. He ended up completely and totally passing out in my arms um, after a while, mostly because he fell asleep in the corner and I pulled him into my arms um, because we ex- he was just exhausted from this temperament test. Like We took family photos and flipped him all around, and I'm just sitting there like so it's hard work. He's so, so tired. Sleepy <laughs> out. boy. Very sleepy boy. Um, but we get to go pick him up on Thursday, and he comes home, and we start all over. Wow. And I'm very happy for you and your your new son. Thank you. I'm very excited. Um, he's the runt. Well, from what I could tell, he looks like the runt of the boys. Um, he's adorable. He's a precious little boy. Um, so we're very excited about that one. Yay! So that's what you did today. That is what I did today. I have spent the last two days just like uh, like basically with like Ariana's album like in my mouth that's how much I love her um you know okay do yeah, you that's what's up I'm gonna do one of these real quick because I'm trying to be better at my job hi this is James Fernley of the Pogues and the Low and Sweet Orchestra Cranky George and now the Walker Rolders and you are listening to a celebration of the music and the message of the clash International Clash Day. All right. Yeah, I have to play the show um, weekend, this weekend. BSR is really involved. Um, so it's basically, you know, just some cool stuff. It's a big international thing. Today's the last day of it. And at uh, 7, there's a free show going on down at Eurogyro um, for Clash Day. It's kind of the big finale. There's a lot of bands. So if you'd like to do that, go check it out. Should be a fun time. Um, I'm still going to be here in the studio, though. So, yeah. I love it. You still aren't in the mindset of, like, us as a pair yet, are you? No, I'm really not. Because you keep saying stuff like, I'll be in the studio. I'm like, well, yeah, no. Apparently, I'm going to the concert, guys, and Julia's just going to stay yeah, you're here gonna be by on, herself. you're going to be on the phone with me from the concert. Um, you mean like I was supposed to be on the phone from the car, yeah. but my phone died? <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I'm not used to having two people here yet. It's weird. Listen, there are way too many dog pictures that required my attention this week. It was very important. Very important. But, yeah. So the best thing that happened to me, um, honestly, the whole year of 2019 so far, is that the Thank You Next album. Month and a half. I know the Thank You Next album dropped on Thursday night, and wow, my mind amazed. Um, and like you haven't listened to it, have you? You're not like no. Mariana Stan. I didn't think so. Well, um, I I stand the independent woman, strong. Um, screw the patriarchy identity mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. i think her music's great um i just 
stick to my super alternative music a lot of times and wait for Ariana to see. Ariana I to was grace not... my presence herself um, <laughs> through shuffle at some point through or the radio. Shuffle. No, I was not. I was not a stan until Sweetener came out, and Sweetener was so good. Like I still listen to that album all the time, all the time. And I would like to if you're if you're still. You know, if I could mm-hmm. be your shuffle this evening, let's do it. I'm um, here for it. Play you some of my favorite songs from the album. Um, Tori, my roommate, and I were talking about this last night because <clears throat> we listened to it together. We are both big fans. Um, and I think that my favorite is Bloodline. Really enjoying Bloodline. That beat out Break Up with Your Girlfriend on Board. Here's the thing. Oh, we need to talk about. Is that a good song or is it just a good title? Because I'm going to be really butthurt if it's just a good title and the song is awful. It's The song's not awful, but the song was not as cool as I wanted it to be. Ariana, like, the title is much more savage than the Someone song. Someone call Ariana have Grande because we're fighting. Have you heard the controversy with the music video? No, I haven't even seen the music video. Okay, so we're when we... When we, when we play it, we'll play just the song, watch we'll the just watch the music here. video, okay. and we can talk about it because there's been some controversy. Um, but I think that my favorite songs... Are Bloodline, Bloodline Smacks. Um, and I really like In My Head. Ghostin is really, like, it's big sad, but I still like it. Um, also, NASA is really cute. Those are, those are some good ones. Also, I know Imagine came out as a single, but I still think it's so good. Um, so, like, let me do a little bit of this. Hello. This is what happens when Julia doesn't have the music already queued up. Listen, trying my best. She's trying to figure out her life right now. Leave me alone. All right, what are we listening to? I don't know. Do you want to listen to NASA? Well, do we want to start? I let's start with um, the break up with your girlfriend on board. Okay. I want to see that music video, right. and we can we can discuss that. Okay. Well, let's do okay. Let's do NASA. And then do break up with your girlfriend on board, and you and I will watch the music video while we're sharing those two with people, and we'll have a conversation when we come back. All right, cool. All right, so while that played, we watched the music video. And the controversy is that, so like the music video is set up, like Ariana's at this party, there's some guy, there's his girlfriend, and she's like, ooh, mm, that mine um <laughs> me with every key boy ever oh that mine mine um you come here yeah no, thank you um and the music video you're like the the whole thing is like ariana like walking around and singing you know looking hot as she does as per usual as you know her usual um and then at the end of the music video she um steals the guy's girlfriend away from her Away from him, I mean. She doesn't steal the man. She steals the woman. Um, And there's, like, a kiss at the very end, like, the last second of the music video. And the controversy is that Ariana Grande is not gay. So, Side note. Completely unrelated to this controversy, but kind of related to this controversy. Is the whole song about her taking this girl, or is it supposed to be, like, is it break up with your girlfriend, I want your girlfriend, or is it break up with your girlfriend, I want you? No idea. No, no clue. Cause it's just a fascinating twist. It is no, it's a good twist. It's a good twist, and I do support it. And I, I my really, gay ass likes stuff like that. So same. But the Did controversy you see me is that at the list of words I can and can't say. Yes, 
<laughs> See you looking over there. But people people on Twitter were like, listen, Ariana Grande is not gay. And First of all, I wish. Dude. Um, for those of you who are unaware, I'm trans, and so, like, lesbians with strong power are not- my weakness. So, like, Haley Kiyoko? Oh, do not even start oh, with me. Haley Kiyoko is a so goddess. Yeah. She is incredible. She commands a room the second she walks in. I went to the Panic concert, and she opened with um, Arizona. And I walked in while she's... What's the... Um, Girls Like Girls? Is that hers? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. So I walk in. We show up to the concert as she's playing that song. Mm-hmm. And I immediately dropped to my knees and cried. That's emotional. It was like in, oh God, it was an emotional, she walked in, I, yeah. Haley Kiyoko is a goddess. Yeah. But uh, people are arguing on Twitter, they're like, Ariana Grande has never, you know, said that she's like bisexual or like likes women in any capacity, so she shouldn't be like, uh, like baiting gay people, I guess. Okay, first of all. Is the argument, which is like, I, um... I mean, first of all, I feel taunted <laughs> that Ariana Grande is making out with someone else that has the same parts that I do or did, um, and it's not me. So I feel very attacked for that. The but I, I, last I checked, um, the cute boy who sits in my class is baiting me, and I'm not yelling at him for a controversy. Right. And yeah. And if you want to pull the argument about... The cultural appropriation, which you and I mentioned briefly. Mm-hmm. Um, first of all, as much as I would love to say that being gay is a culture, it's not. It's just it, not by the not by the definition in which we typically define culture within cultural appropriation. This isn't yeah. this isn't an identity piece that came um, from a, from like an oppression. Having, like, big feet. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so like it's not there's not much commonality to it other than the fact that you are attracted to the same same gender identity or sex. Like there's no there's nothing that pieces into that. It's not like oh every gay person came from Africa or oh <laughs> every gay person um is I mean, every every gay is, person did come from Africa. Like there is so so in terms of Evolution. cultural appropriation true. True. But in terms of cultural appropriation and the way in which we use it, we often see People who have never had to deal with the oppression, getting the glory mm-hmm, mm-hmm. for for taking advantage of a tradition or a or a, a cultural identity um, of this specific group, I would actually argue that what I don't know what's the opposite of homophobic, homo friendly. <laughs> I would actually never argue say that word to me again. <laughs> homo friendly. Um, I would actually argue that rather than a, a cultural appropriation, I would actually argue that what she's doing isn't a bad thing. Like, I don't think that there's a controversy to it. I think it's actually a benefit to the LGBTQ community hmm. because you have a woman with as much power and finesse as Ariana Grande. Right. And we know that she's pro LGBTQ. She's never questioned that. Like, that's never been something that I ever thought of, wow, I wonder if, like, she's a homophobic ass or something. Mm-hmm. Um, it's always been, you know, that uh, like, she, she, she's a... Maybe I'm totally wrong and I'm getting wrong vibes, but, like, I'm pretty sure she's stood up verbally and, and explicitly for the LGBTQ community before. I believe she has, too, if I uh, my brain doesn't deceive me. And also, 
when's the last time that a party, a college party existed and a straight girl didn't make out with her friend, her female friend? T. So, like, if you want to throw a fit over Ariana Grande making out with another girl at the end of a music video, maybe you should go to your local frat and throw your throw your little stint there first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, you know, if anyone would like to call in, uh, any listeners would like to call in and offer their opinion on this controversial moment, um, our number is 330-672-7700. We'd love to hear from you guys. Um, yeah, I get what you're saying. I don't, I don't think it's that big of a deal, but I can understand why people do think it's that big of a deal. Um, because I saw the argument made on Twitter that it's, it's not really a cultural appropriation thing it's a she was able to do this and not get any backlash for it and actual women who like women um have done like similar things um online and like in media and have gotten a lot of backlash for it from actual homophobia um and ariana grande is not going to get that because people know she isn't gay so i thought that was like see i actually questioned it until you said, until you looked at me and said the controversy is because she's not gay. I was like, all right, well, maybe she is. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. And maybe that's because I'm a part of the community and I'm like, everybody's gay. It's fine. No, um, same. I didn't, which, I didn't think anything of it either. that song tonight. Um, you ever heard song? that song? What song? Everybody's Gay. No. It's a great song. I'm going right. to show it to you. But, Amazing. And you can decide later whether we're going to play it. Anyways, um, Part of me, and I understand that perspective. I completely understand that it's a very valid perspective um, because we all know she's not going to get backlash. She doesn't get backlash for anything because she's Ariana Grande. Right. um, And she's a a queen. Um, But part of me is also sitting here thinking, is this a step in the right direction? In terms of, and I know that that's not a very very strong opinion that is often reflected, um, but is this a situation... um, where she's actually advancing it because we're moving in that right direction of not getting backlash for it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you can take it as a, a sign of progress, maybe. Because part of me also thinks, let's turn it around. If you had um, a straight male artist who wanted to do something like that, mm-hmm. he'd probably be slammed. Right. Because of the gay side of it and, and every the homophobia and all of that kind of stuff. But part of me also says, is this an idea? I mean, she's contributing to this idea that intimacy between two straight women isn't innately homo- or homosexual. It's not. And that's a conversation that we have all the time. And, and that's part of where like toxic masculinity comes into it. Is because you see men who can't be intimate with their other male friends without saying no homo all the time. You know, I actually had never, didn't even consider that as a perspective. Yeah. Yeah, I guess you're right. That, yeah, yeah, that does contribute to that. And I think that that's something, and I know that it's a little bit different, because in general we see women being a lot more intimately involved with their friends, albeit not in a in a sexual manner, obviously. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But we we see it a lot more often with women, and I wish that we had more male artists portraying the same idea that Ariana Grande just did in that music video. Yeah. Because yeah. I think that she well, there, takes... That is, that's a, another facet to it, is that that moment, they were in a pool in the music video during like the last second when she like kissed this girl. Um, that That moment was innately sexual. It wasn't 
it wasn't the like, whole music video was sexual. It wasn't just that moment. It was like I mean, it was like you're how many? Correct. It was like three minutes and eighty seconds worth of or forty seconds worth of moments yeah. that were innately sexual. Yeah, but. <laughs> There, there. I feel like there is a difference between you know, like intimacy that has a sexual context, and me like when I cuddle with Tori on the couch. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah. So, no, I absolutely agree. Yeah, and I feel like I do get where you're coming from with that. You know, and the same thing should be applied to men. You know, you can have intimacy with you know people of the same sex that you know is not sexual, mm-hmm. um, and that should be encouraged. Um, but this one definitely did have like sexual context to it. Mm-hmm. Well, I think part of it also depends, which I feel like that something... just brings a lot more baggage mm-hmm. along with it. Well, and the, there's another side of it, another perspective to it that we will never truly know if it actually exists is the idea of what was her intent behind it? Because it's a plot twist. Mm-hmm. That throws a plot twist. A plot twist in, and was she doing it solely because of a plot twist? Because then I feel like we're being piggybacked on as a yeah. community. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas if she was doing it as, okay, this is a plot twist that's going to catch attention, but it's also going to contribute to this conversation and start a new talking point. If that was the intention, I'm totally on board for it. If it was a, screw it, let's mess with people and throw them into a plot twist, then mm-hmm. Ariana and I are fighting. But again, that's not, yeah. we can never truly know what her intention was behind it. Yeah, did she um, do it for shock value or... Or did she do it for the conversation that shock value will stir up? Yeah, yeah. But um, even if she did it for the conversation that shock value would stir up, like she's still doing it for shock value, which I don't think is quite correct. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I get, I get that it starts a conversation, but why can't you just be like, you know, you have a platform? Just come out and be like, hey, folks is gay. You can be intimate with your pals. Like that's it. <laughs> well, part of me also considers continuing to play devil's advocate on this on this controversy. Um, there's also the this idea of if she comes out and says something, it doesn't start an organic conversation. That's true. That's because true. if she comes out and says something, then people either side with her or side against her, but she very clearly has a, she, a she, perspective she, on it. Yeah, she clearly takes a position. Whereas by throwing in the shock value and letting people address it as their own, mm-hmm. she's now stirring up a very organic conversation that's that's contributing from having very little context. And I think that part of that actually shows us who each other are so you see how people are responding without the background in terms of what her actual intent was and pulling aside the entire pulling out you take out the entire side the the perspective or the the aspect of of homosexuality from it you pull it out you solely look at the fact that there was a potentially controversial event that we don't know the intention behind um that is is thrown in with the shock value and you stir up a very organic conversation that not only reveals where people stand on the homosexual argument a lot of times, and the the homosexuality and the gay argument, but also shows where they jump to conclusions. Because I think that we, and this is a totally different conversation, a different tangent that I'm about to get off on, but we as a, as a nation and as a society very often jump the gun. And I'm, shoot, mm. I'm as big of an offender as anybody else. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I know that I'm going to have a text sitting on my phone from Sophie as soon as I look back at it and say, yeah, you just dragged yourself. Um, I am as bad. You can't drag yourself. How are you going to, how, how are you going to drag someone True. else? I am as, I, I jumped the gun, shoot. I jumped the gun all the time. There's some, I don't know, there's some meme that she sent me the other day that was about shoot. jumping, me jumping to conclusions. Oh, um, 
Oh, it was. Uh, I'm gonna totally tell this because it was funny to me. Um, it's a video at Sky Zone, and it's a baby sitting on like a you know those big tubes of air, and you jump on one end and throw uh, yeah, off. I did see that. <laughs> and it was like a baby sitting on the top, and someone jumps on it, and it was like me jumping to conclusions, and my friends continuing to jump for me. Um, and if that's not me, like I am both of those people, I'm jumping to conclusions and then jumping myself further. Um, but it's I think we as a, as a nation, as a society, jump to conclusions all the time and never provide people the platform to actually explain where they're coming from. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we just make assumptions that. that will support our own, our own agenda side of it. And it creates all this conflict that we deal with on a regular basis. Yeah. 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 I agree with you. I agree with you. I wish that we knew where she was coming from. I don't know. Maybe we'll tweet at her and ask her and see if Ariana responds. Maybe she'll come on our show. Honestly, let's do it. Let's tweet I, at Ariana, ask I, her to come on our show and if, talk about the controversy. If Ariana Grande I wanna know. came on the show, I would kill myself. Like, <laughs> so we're tweeting at Ariana to see what happens. Yeah. Uh, Maybe we should get rid of that Shrek. Well, we have a new first. picture now. We do have a new from picture. Our buddy Mickey's birthday last week, but yeah. I, you know she's not listening because we're talking about Ariana right now. Oh no, she she tuned out. Also, she as doesn't. Soon as she you doesn't. Said Ariana. She, she like mostly doesn't listen anyway. So, um, fake friend, but it's fine. Well, she's a real friend, just that doesn't want to listen to us. It's fine. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, we're uh, reaching a point in the show where I uh, read an ad, unless you'd like to. Sure, why not? You want to read I've never read one before. Which one do I have to read? Uh, read this, not that one. <laughs> read uh, this one because it's the last. It's the last day of Clash Weekend. Okay, we'll read the. Oh, there's a kill date on here. Yeah, it's today. Was I allowed to announce that on here? Uh, um, okay. Yeah, you can be fine. This is a public service announcement with guitars. International Clash Day is happening on February seventh. Why is the kill date the ninth when Clash Day was on the seventh? I don't know. I didn't write it. Okay. International Clash Day is happening on February 7th. Uh, Black Squirrel Radio and the Town of Kent are proud Clash Day participants. Tune into BSR for special holiday programming and to learn all about the numerous events taking place in Kent all weekend long. There will be concerts, last one at 7 a night, in 14 minutes and 7 seconds. So if you haven't left your house or apartment to go, go. Time to go. Uh, Poetry readings, documentary presentations, and more happening on and off campus from February 7th to 9th. Stay tuned to BlackSquirrelRadio.com to learn more and check out International Clash Day Kent events uh, or on Facebook for full event details. Yeah. You're reading those from now on. Okay. That's fine. Um, Yeah, unfortunately, can't play really like any of the other songs off the album because they explicit and I haven't... um, I haven't um, got clean versions of them yet because the album came out two days ago. Um, but you know what we can listen to if you'd like. Um, <coughs> bless you. It was nope. a cough, but you yes, coughed? go ahead. Wasn't paying attention. Um, what can we listen to? We can we can listen to um, Seven Rings because okay. that song smacks still. I'm still into it. Is it Seven Rings or Grill? Huh? Isn't it? What was the barbecue grill? <laughs> <laughs> See, you got it. <laughs> Is that the real title of the song? No. A secret. Uh, Ariana Grande actually intended to name the song Barbecue Grill and uh, she just messed it up and messed it up, so she got the tattoos so that people would have, or so that everyone. Would know. Well, now she's Oops. not coming on the show. She didn't listen to that. This isn't recorded and saved anywhere, is it? No. Did you pre? <laughs> um, I forgot to announce this when we came back last time. Um, but while we were listening to the uh, break up with your boyfriend on board. Um, music video, uh, Julia accidentally played it on, uh, the device in which we are listening to music from, um, and realized that then it would go through the radio, and she said, if, and I quote, if I had two brain cells, I would be dangerous. Was it two working brain cells or two brain cells? No, if, just if I had two. Okay. Yeah. I, so, uh... Julia's not dangerous because she only has one brain cell. Second, 
I tweeted this earlier this week. I said, um, I said, when I finally grow a second brain cell, it's over for you, hoes. Because <laughs> it is. My one is just when I finally grow along. a second. Brain when I finally grow a second over. brain cell, you tweeted that this week. Yeah, I tweeted that this week. I and need my to friend, retweet that because that's a good one. My friend JD replied. He said because he's a like a, a person that knows science. He replied to me and he said he said not to be a Debbie Downer, but brain cells are the only cell that does not replenish as you grow in age. And I was like, cool. All right, we're just gonna keep working with the one that I got. And, uh, I hope she doesn't die off anytime soon. Yeah, because then it's really over for me. But um, not us. Yeah, either. you know. So we're we're nearing uh, the end of the hour. Um, so I'd like to thank you all for coming to church today. The church of Ariana Grande is always accepting donations. Um, our Venmos are uh, are linked on the Twitter page, which is now. Are you going to talk? The letter R. Are you the- going to talk? BSR. Cause is I, it? Because I added BSR. To oh, okay. So it's are you going to talk BSR? R is the letter R, and U is the letter U, and two is the number two, and everything else is spelled like it's supposed to be. Yeah. In case you need us. Um. But Venmo us, please. We're yeah. both college students. We, um, need, we need help. Yeah. Staff. Dude, my friend, um, my friend Mia texted all of us, like our friend group from high school. She texted us last night, and she said. She said, can I Venmo request you $3? And all of us said, yeah, sure. And then like 10 minutes later went, why though? (laughs) So I love that for us. It was for like a -a dance-a-thon for like children's cancer research. But like. Good. She said, can I Venmo request you $3? And I went, yeah, okay. That sounds fine. Sounds um, just fine. Yeah. So um, what else? What else do we want to talk about today? That's a good question. Let's see. What else is on our list of things? Anything else controversial happened this week? Um I wish my laptop wasn't cold and dead. Cold like and dead. Like my heart. Oh, I was gonna make that same joke. <laughs> well it's um, cold because it was in the back of my car while we were in ten degree Pennsylvania all afternoon. Ooh. So she was charged this morning. Thanks, Queen. Helena just sent me a screenshot from a website and the the title of the article just says how we regrow brain cells. And then there's, you just got dragged. I know she does this to me all the time. Every time I'm on air, she's like, she, she never calls in, never like speaks to me. She just like types, she drags me every sentence. See, my whole family's doing it. I'm going to read some of these because I want to know what just happened. Yeah. Patrick's roasting me for not calling the show pocket tease. What's the state of the union from Amber? Huh? What's the State of the Union? Oh. What? Oh. He, uh, she's replying to something? We um, can talk about that. The State of the, the Union? The State of the Union. I know nothing about it. I, because um, didn't watch me. it because I love myself. And also <laughs> because I was in a meeting at the same moment. Um, I just forgot that our president was like kind of a thing that was still going on. You know, like that, that kid with <laughs> a little on- bit of hope in me got moving and like <laughs> forgot that our government was a thing at the moment. Yeah, no, <laughs> you're on the phone. Like a kid with you're a dream. You still have that president? Is that still going on? Yeah, yeah, it is. Like an abusive Surprise. relationship. You need to get out of there. You deserve better fast. than this. You deserve better move, than this. Move to you London. Can... She's better than that. 
<laughs> she's so, better than you. Is that whole president thing still going on? I thought it'd be fun for like a year and then. Well, we, okay. Did I, ever I tell thought you, it was just I, a phase. We could get over it. That's a mood. Um, did I tell you I dated uh, a girl from Canada no. at one point when I was in high school? Um, and when this election thing went down, we're like kind of friends. I would never get back with her. And like we don't really hang out anymore because she's kind of overdramatic and I know she's not listening to this. But um, I can't imagine why you guys were together. Honestly, me neither. Um, I was dragging you for being overdramatic. Okay. Um, um, <laughs> I'm going to leave. Y'all have fun with Julia for the next week because I'm done. Um, <laughs> Carly, I'm quitting. Um, not really. <laughs> um, but so when this whole, like when this became an actual like possibility, like October 2016, like right before this election, um, she texted me out of the blue and was like, Hey, we can get married if you want to move to Canada. <laughs> so she was gonna come through for you. She really was. And Damn. I still and you once every get back couple. With her? Damn. I would if it meant getting out of this country. <laughs> and that's the tea. Have a nice night, folks. I'll be here all week. All right. Yep. Or Good night. just six to eight weekend Saturday or six to eight p.m. on Saturday nights. My sister Amber has texted me and told me that Helena is really just enjoying roasting me. She's laughing a lot. <laughs> so that's cool. Um, something I want to talk about is this band that someone showed me today. And apparently you've showed me them before, but I okay, didn't remember. Okay, back up. You're I'm telling me friend. that someone just showed you today? Oh, yeah. Because I showed you Preacher Man months ago, and I'm going to find the text to prove it. Do it. I might have listened to it then, but I... I... You played it on air. I did? Yeah, because I texted you while you were on it and said, hey, play this song. I did. Yeah, you did. Wow. You know, as I said, once I grew a second brain cell, <laughs> it's over for you hoes. Here's the thing. I think that um, <laughs> I was uh, explaining this to Tori, and I have no short-term memory, but my long-term memory- You have no mem- long-term memory either. I have great long-term oh, memory. this picture of us making poor choices with the microwave at Perk's house. <laughs> <laughs> That's a story. That's a, a story that uh, we should tell. Should we tell Hi, that Hi, look now? at this. Um, no. <laughs> Good songs you could play if you need stuff, all clean and on Spotify. Wish It Was Love by Cemetery Sun, If So by Atlas Genius, Outright by Wild Party, Preacher Man by The Driver Era. Do you know what the date was on that text? No. It, it was like was... December, right? Or November? Uh-huh. November 17th at... We could just play all of this music. I this definitely didn't music. play it on air, though, because the only... I, only... I think I only played... You sent me that list, and I played like the Cemetery Sun song... And I think I only got through the first two. We'll play Preacher Man then, because it's a good All song. Right. Yeah, my friend Emily sent me this today, and I have never heard it before. Even Emily, has you're sent a hero me. because this is a real good song, and ten out of ten support. Also, also, when you sent this to me, had no idea that this was Ross Lynch's band. Yeah, I didn't bother to mention that, but yeah, right. I'm glad you got me to that. All right, let's do a little bit of that. So that's that's that. Okay, I just need to tell everybody that the day I tried to show that song to Julia and requested on air was the same day that we decided to do this show together. It was the day that we decided, if you're going to mute me, I'm going to fight you. I was going to mute myself. Oh, okay, that's fine. I was just going to scream into the mic for a little bit. <laughs> so you just hear it in the background of mine, it's fine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, so I, Julia's a fake fan. Of mine. Um, I'm going to take over the music for the rest of forever. You know, you can do that. I trust you. Um, I'm just going to play Adam Sandler's Thanksgiving song on repeat for the rest of the show. Do not. (laughs) That was a real bad song, and I have no shame in requesting it. 
It was like so good. It was or so bad. It was good. So bad. It was good. You know what's the the best Thanksgiving song though? Is that one that I played? Um, by that little girl. She's like, uh, no. uh oh, it's Thanksgiving. No, that one was awful. It was, Knock it off. No, it was so bad. It was good. Okay, so Adam Sandler's Thanksgiving song. I I don't know. We could play both of them and have a poll. <laughs> but we also saw how well the poll worked out last time. Who just dragged you? No one. My aunt messages me on Instagram all the time. You have my phone number. Stop DMing me on Instagram. It's weird. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but like I have friends that like I don't talk to through text. It bothers me so much. I mean, much. I don't talk to him through Instagram, but like we're talking like Facebook Messenger all the time it's or something. It's so confusing because I never like I never look at my Instagram DMs because I don't care and usually it's like creepy men like messaging one of my own photos to me and they're being like, "You're so beautiful." Some nasty some nasty like that, you know? And then so I never look at them and then I just see my aunt like uh, what what why? That's a move. Uh, so I'm just exhausted. Um, you know, and Jen, I uh, still love you. Stop, stop damning me on Instagram. You have my phone number. Like text, Amber, texting is a yes, thing. that's acceptable. I like this. It's like we're talking in code. <laughs> Should we make up a code? My sister and I used to have a code. We used to play. Did you ever play Kimps? Ever what? Ever play Kimps? Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Just DM'd me one of my own Instagram posts while he's sitting next to me and wrote, you're so beautiful on it. I love you, baby. Don't talk to me. I'm calling the police. Okay, so we're going to have a show where neither of us talk to each other? Wee, woo, wee, woo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 911, uh, I'd like to Listen, report I an have... illegal temperature drop. I called somebody yesterday and it wasn't 911, but I called like, one of my friends and was like, hi, 911. All right, 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 all right. Can we listen to that song? I'm down. Okay. If you can even remember what it's called. <laughs> uh, it's called uh, Hey Ya. Oh, yeah. Go for it. Bye. And then we'll get Outcast. Amber in here. And we'll talk about some gay stuff. Gay! I'm dancing to that song at my wedding. Yeah, okay. I love that. 10 out of 10. I, um... Dude, I saw... Alright, Amber. Fake, but it's fine. Um. <laughs> wow! She said, This is why you can't trust your siblings. Uh, siblings are always out to get you. Wow. I feel attacked, Amber. See? The audacity. Wants to talk to me about stuff and then Wants doesn't to talk to you and call. then goes, We're about Just to Just call leave. from the car. Yeah. Uh, cell phones are. Cell That's why phones. they exist. They are. It's not like your whole family isn't listening to us, anyways. Mobile phones. It's also not like they don't know that you're gay. Like we all we all been no sis. Everybody like quite literally everyone since I was like four except for my mother. My mother is the only person who did not know. There's like a hair in my nose. It's like a piece of fuzz. But I think it was more of like a hopeful not knowing than like um, a, a yeah. totally not knowing, not knowing. Yeah. There's like a little bit of ignorance. She just like shut one eye. She's like, no, that's uh, that's my daughter yeah. over there. Yeah, I am Amber. It's my daughter. I am talking smack. That's my daughter. Um, I just need you to know, Julia, that my so my son is at home listening right now, not Hudson, Percy. Percy. Yes. Um, and apparently, did he not like Outcast either? Well, he doesn't like it when we play music, and he doesn't get to hear my voice. So apparently, for those of you who missed it, because we had turned off the mics when I told this story, I got a text 
from my friend who has Percy, and she said, I'm screaming, Percy fell asleep to your voice, and when y'all put on seven rings, he instantly woke up and cried, and now he keeps hitting his face and won't go back to sleep. So then I got pictures of him up and pouting, um, and refusing to go to sleep, and I just got an updated picture of him cuddling with a pillow, listening to my voice. And if that's not the cutest thing you've Can ever seen. Can I see seen, the one of him pouting? It's not really pouting, but it's Percy pouting. He looks so upset. He's just such a whiner. He's like this big baby, but he's so smart, and I'm really mad about it because he uses it to play games with me all the time, and he and I can fight about it. Big brain energy. Honestly, though, it's a lot of big brain energy, and I feel attacked. You know what Percy has? Percy has, like, gifted child energy, which is what I have, where you get told you're gifted in elementary school and middle school, and then uh, you don't try for any of your academic pursuits for the rest of your life. And then you almost fail out of college and want to kill yourself and then just get, like, real big depressed. That's a fat mood. I took, like, advanced <laughs> courses all, like, from, like, I'm trying to, like, third grade. I oh, was in, same. like, your advanced math sort of thing and, like, large charge and important, like. We had something called. About to um, flunk out of econ. Oh, big mood. Ten bucks says I got below a 70% on the exam I took Friday. Ooh. But if you asked me going in, I would have said ten bucks says I got less than a 50%. You know, blue um, German shepherds are a thing. What did you just say? I said, do you know blue German shepherds are a thing? I thought you said, can you believe German shepherds are a thing? And I was like, yeah, <laughs> I mean, that I've too. Like, them. German shepherds are freaking. Look at this one, though. Oh, he pretty. It's like not. Uh, it That's not. It looks like a. It's not natural, though. Oh. There's like a. Like it. Like nothing happened to that dog. There's just like a genetic. Like that's not part of the breed standard. So, huh. like, there's some cross in there somewhere that gives it that genetic mutation. Huh. Because naturally, German Shepherds are not supposed to be that blue color. They're either all black or they're that black and brown and tan. Tori, last night, got all of us into... Ow, your rings hurt. Um, <laughs> uh, One. My seven rings. <laughs> there's just one. My barbecue grills. <laughs> My barbecue grills. <laughs> I'm so mad that you just said that. <laughs> Barbecue grills. That's what we should name the show is Barbecue Grills. No! <laughs> and that's it. But yeah. Dude, I met, I met be, one of my it's new gonna coworkers. It's going to be Barbecue, the letter Q. Q, BBQ, G-R-I-L-L-Z. Yeah, and it's going to be in all capital letters. BBQ Grills. BSR. BSR. BSR Grills. Hey, it's oh a God. phone call. Is it Amber calling in? I don't know. Okay, do the screening thing. No. Oh, okay. So whoever this is, please don't make us look like fools. Make us look like fools. Uh, hello? Hello? Is this my sister? It is. Okay. Hola. Glad you called. How are you? Finally. I'm, I'm decent. All right. Take it back. <laughs> I take, take it, what back? I take it back. I apologize. Oh. Remember how we were Thank talking you. about how my short-term memory is garbage? <laughs> Forgot what she was talking about. <laughs> um... So you wanted to call in to talk about, you know, gay yeah. buffoonery. Well, okay. I wanted I wanted to call in. Uh, sorry, I kind of ended up derailing your conversation. That's but, fine. I do that uh, myself Kaden, all the time. Kaden, Kaden, you mentioned the fact earlier that you are trans. Correct. And I did not know that. Yeah, most people I'm... don't looking at me, which I kind of get butthurt about. So then I just, like, throw in jokes about it all the time and about my double X chromosomes. And okay. that's why I'm five foot five. Um so oh, that's kind of fun. Yeah, I'm a short person. Okay, not going to lie, though, because I haven't, like, seen you ever. Mm -hmm. So I really thought you – I literally, I imagined you as, like, 
a six seven really tall nerdy guy. Okay, but like that's like low key my aesthetic, so she's not wrong. You have big height energy. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did you really just say that? I said what I said. <laughs> then you see you in person, and you're like, oh, that man is five five. Yeah, I'm really short. I honestly feel attacked by Mother Nature. May I suggest I mean, that y- your genetics uh, predetermine you to be you know a little shorter? Um, I'm the shortest of all four children in my family, and I'm the oldest. Same. Well, hey, you know, you're it's taller than cool. Julia, so. Okay, I guess that's fair. Makes me feel a little bit better in the no. studio. Uh, yeah. Amber, Amber, how old are you? How tall are you now? You're like 5'11", right? Uh, close. I My think. sister's that height, and she's 15. Yeah, no, I'm the oldest. Amber's 5'11". Patrick is like 5'9 or 5'10 now. And there's a picture yeah. of us this Christmas where I'm standing in the middle of them. They're like both like almost a full foot taller than me. And I just... Amber, do you mind if I ask how old you are? 17. Yeah, so my brother and sister are, they just turned 15 this past summer. They're twins. Um, and Trey is, I think he's 5'8 now. Uh, he finally started growing. He was like 4'11 until he was like 14. Um, and he's definitely not listening because I would have already gotten an angry text even if that was fast. <laughs> um, and then Courtney is like 5'11 um, at 15. And the absolute Lindsay's 5'7 and I'm 5'4 and 3 quarters. No, I'm actually 5'5 five, five and 3 quarters, but I tell all of my dating profiles say 5'6. Yeah, it's like 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 Will Dickey said. Hodem thinks oh, yeah. thirty five feet. I'm like five foot eleven, but on Tinder I'm six foot. A mood. Mm. Lil yeah. Dicky is a poet. His mind is powerful. Big brain energy. Big brain energy. Yeah. I discovered him. I discovered him. I discovered him like a few months ago, and I was like, "Wow, okay." D- what was the first song you heard by him? Because I am a Lil Dicky stan. Uh, was it Pillow Talk? It was. No, it was um, Professional Rapper. Good song. Good song. Right? Yeah, it's so good. Great song. And and I I like saw the art style of the music video, and I was like, wow, okay, this is pretty good. All right. Yeah. Unfortunately, to all our yeah. other listeners, um, Lil Dicky is a rapper who is uh, kind of explicit, as rappers tend to be, so we can't, oh, we can't play his music on air because yeah. I don't have any clean versions of it. Um, but if you'd like to yeah. go look him we up. We could go to the library. We could do that. Like suggested. Yeah, I don't think like when you buy an album, they they don't bleep out the cuss words on it. That's honestly homophobic. <laughs> I just like me as someone as someone who edits and uploads music here for BSR, bleeping out and the entire professional rapper album sounds exhausting. That's fair. That's yeah. fair. Yeah. <clears throat> That's fine. Yeah. So it'd be like that. How how are things with you? Whatever. I'm doing okay. I got grades are good, I guess. How you good. Stay in school. Yeah, yeah Helena, he is, yeah, on the air. Helena he is on the air. Oh, she heard you. <laughs> I did so. Or Hi. you were, Helena, yeah. Wait, what did I just say? I don't know. You All said right. grades are good, yeah. and I said stay in school. Be good. Nice. All right. Yeah. So it smart. turns out that, that short memory thing is genetic. Amber is so smart. She's got the biggest brain energy. I've okay. Here's the thing. Gigantic brain energy. Hello. So it's like, hmm. So it's like, hmm. Girls are cute. All right. Uh, 
but I've also been like low key killing it in my fucking uh, in class. So now it's Jesus Christ, sorry. Uh, so the so I've just been like hmm, gay rocket scientist. That's my ideal self. Gay rocket scientist. Yeah. Can I can't imagine the, a more powerful being. Yeah. All right. I will take on Shaggy. We stand a gay rocket scientist. Elon Musk is quaking. Oh yeah. <laughs> he cannot handle this <laughs> big gay energy. Yeah. yeah. All right. Was there anything else that you'd uh, like to talk about while you're here? Uh, I wanted to talk more with Caden about like where. Yeah. We're off to sushi now. Like we are in the car. So. Oh, you guys going to? Uh, go are you guys to... going to Sky? Yeah. Because it's, it's damn tasty. Well, now I'm depressed. Bye, bye, Amber. Oh, see ya. <laughs> I like your show. Thanks. Love you. Bye. Love Amber. You too. So you know, you know <clears throat> that that my sister. I um, love your sister. She seems like a fun time. She is. We're gonna need a call back next week, Amber, though, so that we can talk about the real gay energy. Um, because you sound like you had a lot more trans stuff you want to talk about, and I'm definitely here for all of the gay energy. Yes, I uh, can't really contribute to that conversation, so I'm just. You can contribute to the bisexual half of it. Yeah. Thriving. Tori and I this week were talking about how if you throw up a peace sign with a bent wrist, it's sad. <laughs> but if you hold it up with a straight wrist, it's fun. So like you know when you when you because you're you're a gay person so I'm sure you do this when you pass someone you hold a peace sign and it's straight as like a way of saying hello and sometimes you stick your tongue out but if you I normally put my tongue between the fingers but that's just me all right nasty um, <laughs> but stop I can hear you I don't like it I'm gonna mute your mic oh peace no. <laughs> The Deviel. <laughs> the Deviel. Wow. So um, the police are on their way. <laughs> uh, 911. 911. Um, I'm, I don't know who is actually. Do we want to get more controversial tonight or should I save this for next week? Uh, what is it? Um, so I opened up Twitter. Yes. Because I assume your brother is Patch. Yeah. Okay. Um, that's what I figured. So he followed me on Twitter. So I was opening up Twitter. Um, and it took me to the search screen where they come up with, like, what's trending. Right. Right. And one of the current trending topics is from UK News. Um, and it says, a debate about, quote, weight privilege, unquote, emerges after woman says a man dated her for a dare. Oh, I did read about that. Now, can we just start by clarifying for all of our listeners who may or may not be new that men are trash have always been trash and will always be trash yep and i'm still okay. i'm still that um bit of that that bunny bouncing into that trash can Mood. so how about this we can talk a little bit about that um but i think the first we should um let's take a break for a moment and then we can talk about that because I'm down. that's a lot. Are you down for that? I'm down for that. Okay, solid. Be right back. Hey. Hi. Uh, what's up? Uh, Writing up a Facebook post about Hudson right now. Hudson. And then the song ended, so now I'm back on air. Ah, uh, it'd be like that. It really do be like that. Do we have to read another one of these things? Uh, yeah, we do. It's about that time. 
It's, I was going to say, it's 7.38. I don't know what the timing is. Uh, we, uh, uh, We're not reading the Valentine's Day show. No, we are reading that one. We are? Yeah. Oh, okay. Do you want to read it? You said you didn't want to read anymore after the last I one. I know. I was just looking through them. I want to see what else was in there. Oh. I don't want to read it. I don't have a voice for, like, reading announcements on radio. I have a voice for, like, talking smack on radio. <laughs> okay. Okay. So... Um, you know, I want to transition like John Oliver's show when he goes, and now this, like I want one of those. And now this. Can we just record one and have him put it in the system? And it's just that. And we just play it like every five minutes. Yes. And anytime it comes on, we're just going to set a timer. And anytime it comes on randomly, we have to transition to a different, just change a subject. We do a speed round show. That's really what we should do. That would actually be really funny. That'd be so much fun. If you guys would like us to do that, um, tweet at us. Um, If anyone's even listening. You know, I'll, well, we actually, my family's not listening, listening anymore, so no one's tuned in, probably. I think Sophie may still be listening. If Sophie, if you want to see that, text me. <laughs> so, if you, Anybody uh, else tweet. can't stand Valentine's Day, don't worry. Correct. Black Except Radio. that my baby comes home on Valentine's Day. Shut up, this is about you. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Bia, sorry, I didn't mean to steal your spotlight. Don't worry, Black School Radio has your back. Join us on February 5th in downtown Kent for an anti-Valentine's Day concert. This free show, free show. Features various acts, including the near past funeral proposals, smug, and more. Be BSR's date to our anti-Valentine's show at Standing Rock Cultural Arts Center from 7 to 10 p.m. on February 15th. Love might stink, but music rocks, so we will see you there. Aww. <laughs> She's ugly. <laughs> Anybody know that reference? Y'all better know that reference. It's a John Mulaney reference. Um, oh, she's ugly. Speaking of which, I went to a wedding, so totally sidebar. Um, love it. I showed that special, the John Mulaney special, to my siblings. The night that we got to a hotel, the weekend we went to Wisconsin for a wedding. Okay. All right. So I showed it to them the night before this wedding. Why do I feel like Trey, like, screamed that during, like, does anyone object? He didn't, but it's close. Um... We then go to the wedding, and this wedding is, like, the girl who babysat me when I was, like, three. Okay. Like, when I was living in Wisconsin. So, they're, like, close family friends. Gotcha. She's a cute girl, whatever. Um, we're at, they got married at, like, in, like, some room at some college. I'm running out the room, and she walks in, in a veil. Like, that was part of her wedding dress. Totally fine. Like, I'm completely in support. Like, do you? I love it. It was a great dress. Um, walks in in it, and Trey leans over. No. And this was probably three New Years ago, so I was probably 19, which means Trey was like 13. Oh. Um, actually, it was New Year's my freshman year. Gotcha. So it was three years ago. Um, and Trey leans over, and he whispers in my, he's, and he's short. He's like five foot two. So he's got like, I've got three or four inches on him. And he stands up on his tiptoes, and he goes, hey, Caden. And I said, what? And, like, in the background, like, the wedding march is playing, the whole nine yards, and he goes, goes, aw, she's ugly. And I had to chew on my freaking sport coat because I was going, (laughs) I was going to cry. And I need you to know that this was not a big wedding. There weren't, like, a hundred people here. There were, like, 30 of us. And I'm sitting in, like, the fifth row, and he goes, aw, she's (laughs) ugly. And I died i choked in that moment i almost screamed and i was like showing you that show last night was the worst decision i ever made in my life i can't 
I can't wait to meet Trey. Oh, so Trey wants to be on this show, and I haven't decided if it's a good idea or not. I'm going to, like, take the list of words we can and can't say on air, and I'm going to super glue it to the inside of his eyelids. <laughs> <laughs> so that he knows what he can and can't listen say up, on, on air. <laughs> listen up, buddy. We're going to glue this stuff right in here. Can I tell you about this tweet I just saw? On another tangent, because we can never really finish talking about anything. I just got a text from my mother that says you didn't accept me on Snapchat, so I can't see him on your story. Like, Mom, you Snapchat me regularly. I just blocked you from my story for when I go out drinking and making poor choices. You're of age. I know, but I'm making poor choices and don't want her to see it. All right. But this tweet that um, I saw on Twitter, um, it just says, The five girls who will absolutely ruin your life. One, Julia. Two, Shocker. Julia. Three, Julia. Four, Julia. Five, Julia. Six, Kirsten. And then it says, yep. This is, Julia, if you're reading this, bring my goldfish back. And I love it. I've never Who felt- Who tweeted that? Um, some person I don't know. Oh, okay. Good. Um, But <laughs> I just, I've never felt so seen by a tweet. <laughs> I feel- Shh, lower your voice. <laughs> I feel Lower your voice. Honestly, that's the best feeling in the world is when, like, people recognize you. Do I'm just mad that do, my mother just roasted me. Do we want to do um, uh, a live ASMR broadcast? I don't know what that means. You don't know what ASMR is? No, I don't. Um, so what you do is uh, you, um, it's like a, a thing that people have, and I have it. A thing that people have? You mean, like, shoes? <laughs> you for that <laughs> turns the mics way down yells what and then turns them back up while i'm yelling <laughs> you're the worst yeah asmr is a thing you didn't know about that no i well i've heard about it but i like just don't know what it is oh it's it's pretty cool um also apparently my mother's roasting me because i forgot to send her the pictures of the puppy the audacity what kind of son are you because the kids definitely told her that it's on my Snapchat story, and I feel attacked. What Trey kind of son are you? Why? All right. I'm the kind that blushes. Trey, I'm gonna need Snapchat. you to get it together, or else Caden's not gonna let you come on, and it's gonna be an issue. I'm still gonna let him come on just because I want to see what kind of buffoonery he puts us through. He 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 he. Oh, I was gonna tell you about this, and then we talked about six other things. Um. So basically, every show ever. Every show. Um, no, the driver era is going to be playing in Philly. <gasps> and ch- tickets are like 20 bucks. Do you want to go? Except, you know, f- are you talking like New Philadelphia, Ohio, or like Philly, Pennsylvania? Philly, Pennsylvania. So you mean like 
seven hours away. Yeah, but it's their closest show. My friend Emily wants to go. She she mentioned it to me. Can I sleep the whole trip? I mean, I guess. When is it? I didn't even look. She just told me about it. <laughs> yeah, let's get into it. I'd definitely be down. <laughs> All right. Oh! I feel attacked that that's the closest they're going to be, but, like, fine. The audacity. The audacity. The audacity. See, she turned her mic up and left mine down, so I can't whisper. You won't be able to hear me. Hi, everyone. Welcome to our um, ASMR. No. <laughs> See, they can't hear me when I say that because you left my mic down. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We could do like one of those like sensual music shows. I, I don't like my voice like this. I need to stop. Uh, I could have dropped my croissant. Ooh. <laughs> Hi, welcome to our um, broadcast where we only read John Mulaney quotes in ASMR. I am one. Are you going to talk the entire time? Oh, she's ugly. <laughs> Greg and Stassi are looking for a two-story A-frame that's near Greg's job in the downtown. Satisfy Stasi's name to be near the beach, which is nowhere near Craig's job. This is stupid. With three children and nine on the way, and a max budget of seven dollars. <laughs> Let's see what Lori Joe can do on this week's episode of You Don't Deserve a Beach House. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit of that. <laughs> I'm just mad that you backed that far up from the mic and I could still hear you laughing crystal clear. <laughs> it's because I turned it all the way up. I know, but it was so good. <laughs> I'm a professional. Wow. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Is there anything else that we want to do with our uh, remaining nine minutes-ish? Do we want to touch on that weight privilege? Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Let me pull up that tweet again. Yeah. So, let's see. She actually wrote an article about it. The woman that was done. And one of the quotes... Ooh, I just loosened that. Maybe don't do that. Well, it didn't fall out. It just made it easier to spin on. I don't know what that word was. Anyways, one of the quotes from her paper, from her her article that she wrote was, uh, Dating as a plus-size woman, you see, is an exercise more rooted in patience and frustration than it is one in romance. Hmm. I mean, I know that that is, that is something that women deal with a lot, especially plus size women. Um, cause it's, it's, you can see that being done in shows from like the eighties and nineties, like TV shows, like pop culture where dudes are like, yeah, go ask out a, that ugly girl. Like it'll be a funny joke. And then like the, the big plot twist is well, that, like, we watched the Heathers last week. <clears throat> yeah, 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 and Heather's in the 90s where they're like, yeah, we'll like mess it with It was this, 89, like... actually. Did I say 90s? Yeah, I'm oh, just I dragging. Oh, I 80s. Well, Michaela just roasted me. I was like, well, it was actually the 90s. Like, yeah, it was 89, movie, but like, yeah. came out in 89, so, um, yeah, actually. but. Yeah, but, um, I'm trying to think. There's some, there's some, like, rom-com movie where the guy asks out the girl as like a joke, and he then all his friends are like, "Aw, she's ugly." Um, John Mulaney. John Mulaney would never do this. Yeah, but the "aw, she's ugly" was well. Okay, so what's his brother's name? 
That's his brother who said all along. Oh, no, it was the guy that his brother was at the church with. Yeah, to quote um, the man himself, this 13-year-old soup-mustachioed prick. Nope, not even close. Well, you this know. This 13-year-old <clears throat> Cheeto-fingered rat-mustached little... I don't know if we can say that on... Well, it's not on the list. Prick. <laughs> um, decides to go, aw, she's ugly. And then they looked and they were sitting right next to the video camera. Yeah. That. And you hope the videographer knew some video or some sound editing techniques so he could be like, aw, she's beautiful. <laughs> she's enchanting. Yeah, but I know that that's, that's a thing. And <laughs> it's totally been... It's been like a it's it's a it's like an established pop culture joke and it sucks. Like it's it's mean and they're like I fell in love with you for like your heart and I'm you were still garbage to her by like asking her out like haha she's ugly like it's going to be like or like haha like she's fat like it's going to be like a, a big joke and and like and then the, the I don't I wish I could remember what movie it is. Um but she finds out that, like, he asked her out on, like, a joke, and he, like, shows up, and he's like, I asked you out as a joke, like, originally, but then, like, I really, like, fell for you and, like, the amazing person you are, and she's like, and then they, like, get together because it's a rom-com. But the dude was still, like, an absolute, like, piece of trash to her. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it just, it sucks, and it sucks that people do that in real life. It's, yeah. like, it's, it's, like, no ifs, and or buts about it. It's just mean. Well, it's not even just, I mean, we do it to everything, everybody, all of these different identities that are seen as less than the, the, the norm mm-hmm. or what you initially want. Um, we do it all the time. I mean, even, not even as just a prank, but like we just show an interest in someone and then one little thing shows up and we shut them down. Yeah. I mean, the number of times that I've had someone who's been like interested in me and then finds out that I'm trans and they're like, LOL, never mind. And I'm like, all right, cool. Have a nice night. Thanks for totally and completely ripping my heart out and stepping on it for the fourth time this week. Um, it's just, and that's that, not even as a joke. Yeah, no, that sucks. But like, I can only imagine what it would be like if it's like someone doing it just to screw with you. Yeah, no, like intentionally. I mean, that sucks. And I'm sorry that that happens to you, but like, I'm not. I'm talking about like intentionally deceiving someone. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, I've I've done that. Like, so You've I'll be been deceived or been the deceiver. I haven't. No, 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 no. I've I've been in a situation like you described, but like oh, gotcha, side, gotcha, gotcha. But like I'll be I'll be like talking to someone, mm-hmm. and then you know there are some things that like I know that I'm not prepared to deal with. Yeah, no, so, absolutely. And, and so I'm like, listen, I ain't gonna waste your time. Got a blast. Um, yeah, but Men ready to so take so away I'm your not. Reproductive rights. What? Men ready to take away your reproductive rights? Yeah, so, you know, this man... That's probably the biggest compliment I've ever gotten. I can't get over that. Julia told me tonight (laughs) when I walked in that uh, I looked like I was headed to a meeting to take away her reproductive rights. His hair is, like... Normally it, like, sticks up more, but now it's, like, crushed. It's, like, kind of, like, flattened down and, like, waved over his forehead just a little bit. Yeah, and you really... you really look like the Cheeto-dusted jerk that's living in our White House? No. Well, that's fortunate, I guess. Yeah, no, it's just the way that it, like, curves down. You look like you look like a man who would show interest in me on Bumble. Um, and then find out you're a feminist and run for the hills? No. Okay. No, I'm a feminist. Because of, like, I don't... I mean, if you look at me, you're like, yeah. oh, yeah, she's a... Like, you can't really miss sometimes, that one. Sometimes I tell people I'm a feminist, and then I go, I don't know if you couldn't tell from the everything about me. All right, John Mulaney. Um, yeah, that... <laughs> um, but 
you look, you have the hair right now of, of a guy who I would meet on Bumble, talk to you for a little bit. He would sleep with me once, then never talk to me again. Um, but I would be like his like dirty little secret. Like, oh yeah, I slept with an edgy girl once in college. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what your hair is giving me. Right I now. okay, and then I pass it's no on... longer a compliment. <laughs> like it was a compliment. And now it's not. Him, and then I pass him on campus, and he's wearing like a students for life shirt. <laughs> and I'm like, or like even worse, turning point. Yeah, yeah, and then, yeah, yeah, and then you're like, oh, well. Yikes. I at least want to share my response to the original compliment that I thought was a compliment now that you've clarified not so much. But um, the original response was, well, that's great because uh, men who uh, look like they're about to take over Congress in a bunch of red ties uh, are usually more attractive than they deserve to be. That's true. And that's that's why I have, in fact, slept with Republicans. I'm not proud of it. But, you know. Speaking of we Congress, all make did mistakes. you, because we have like two minutes, not oh. even, we have like a minute and a half before you have to be out of the studio. Did oh, you yeah. see that thing about AOC? What about her? Uh, she roasted the committee in terms of like, where like our system is fundamentally broken. I think I we need to get today. into that next week. Next week? Okay. Because that's a good one. And she killed it. And I watched that and I was like, wow, you are my queen. Um, and what a I'm, gal. I'm about to order a fat head of her to put on my wall. A fat head. It's, that's what's going to go on my door. this is my AOC fat head. I love it. She's a Stan, we stan a strong independent woman. Uh, yeah, she's she's lovely. Ten out of ten. Really do appreciate. Um, but yeah, as Caden said, we're about to be out of time. Um, unfortunately, as much as I wish, very we could unfortunate. Just hang out Ugh. Forever, forever. I'd be on the radio twenty four hours a day. We would yeah. have way too much fun, though. But um, thank you for tuning in. To uh, are you going to talk the entire time? Thank you for because um, we did. Well, we didn't talk the entire time tonight. You got a little bit of music. We did it. We got a little bit of music. I got to talk about Ariana Grande. Yes. Um, so thank you so much for being here, and we hope that you will join us next week. Um, yeah, remember the dumb bitch hours from 6 to 8 every Saturday on BSR. All right. That it? We'll see you guys next week. Bye.